It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack Podcast. You know, on Saturdays, we play fun music and we feature great information at 993thevine.com with me, Big Rick Stewart, and music from my time at Live 105 and at KFOG. We also mix in some stories that I find kind of interesting, whether it's local music or food or tech or just kind of some cool things I think you ought to know about. It's always lots of fun. Fun music and great information happens every Saturday at 993thevine.com. And the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack podcast features great information like this. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. Fun music and great information. You notice having some trouble these days, at, at least part of the business of what he's doing. Michael Andretti. Yes, the Andretti's, Mario Andretti and all that. Michael Andretti's heavily involved in IndyCar and lots of other racing. Of course, he's a former racer. Uh, he wants to get into Formula One, but Michael Andretti is having trouble getting into Formula One. He even has money to get into Formula One. He's got sponsors and the whole thing, and he's ready to go. He's got a driver. So what's the deal? Well, the people at Formula One say, we're not going to just add, you know, basically a team like you would in baseball or something. We're just going to add one. So the only way you can get into our club and have a Formula One team is to buy a Formula One team. All right. So Michael Andretti said, all right, well, I'm going to do that. So like for the last year or so, he's been walking around with huge amounts of money and he can't buy one of the Formula One teams. None of the people want to sell. Well, why don't they just add another team? Well, think of it as like a revenue thing. So they would have to divide their revenue with one more person and they kind of don't want to do that. And they think they have the perfect number of teams in Formula One. Auto Week says Andretti's done everything asked of him to be invited to the F1 party. He's even gone out and got the might of General Motors behind him, but the door appears to be locked. We have contacted all the teams, but no one is interested in selling Andretti told reporters. Well, I know he's going to keep on trying and maybe someday, some way, there will be an Andretti Formula One team. That just sounds so cool. I'm Big Rick Stewart. Thanks for hanging out with me today on the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack at 993thevine.com. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack. Fun music and great information. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me today. I saw this over at the New York Post. New York sends shark monitoring drones across Long Island and New York City beaches. They have uh, done this because they've had some shark attacks and sightings and things. And the governor recently announced that the state is deploying 60 drones to beaches along Long Island, New York City, and Westchester County to help with shark spotting after five attacks this year. They're going to have uh, what they're calling this the eye in the sky to enhance safety for beachgoers with three sweeps a day at the beach opening, midday, and then at closing. The governor said if the message can get out to the sharks, we are watching from land and sea and air. I don't think the sharks are going to be able to deal with that message. And I don't think the sharks care. But, you know, people care. So that's a big deal. Now, you know, going way back, it was kind of not a thing, I guess. And But they say in this article that after the movie Jaws came out in 1975, that, you know, everybody kind of got paranoid. And it's been a big deal. And so, yeah, I mean, it'd be good to know if there's sharks swimming around. There is a good quote, though, at the end here. Uh, Ed Cola said... The state's Office of Parks, Recreation, and Historic Preservation Commission said that there are 13 species of sharks that swim near the New York coastline and that, here's the quote, they've always been there and we have to share the ocean with them. 
Well, there you go. So we can keep an eye on the sky, and keep an eye on the sharks, and everybody try to get along. All right. You going to go swimming? I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack at 993thevine.com. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack. Fun music and great information. Hope you're having yourselves a great day and maybe looking forward to going to the movies. So you're going to check out the new Oppenheimer film. A lot of people talking about it. Now, I saw this headline and I actually kind of thought, that's incredible. The Oppenheimer movie that's coming out, everybody's talking about, is going to be best enjoyed at an IMAX theater. Now, that's not surprising, right? Because a lot of times that's the way it is with movies. Well, it was actually shot for IMAX movie theaters. And check this out. This is from a film photography website, so they kind of know what they're talking about. The Oppenheimer 70mm IMAX film reel weighs 600 pounds and it's 11 miles long. Wow, that is crazy just because that's how much information you have to pump through these IMAX projectors. It's 53 reels total for the full print and they require nine boxes with six reels each in a box and they are shipped to individual theaters showing the 70 millimeter version. Wow, that sounds incredible, right? Now you're wondering, where can I see this? Well, there's not a lot of IMAX movie theaters that have this version of IMAX. But we are very lucky because you can go to San Francisco at the Metreon, Sacramento at the Esquire, or in Dublin, right off 680, the Regal Hacienda. All those IMAX theaters are going to have this version of Oppenheimer. Buy your tickets in advance. It sounds like a great experience to check out this IMAX version of Oppenheimer, make it a day trip. And of those theaters, I've been to them all. I really like the one in Dublin. It's kind of cool. You just drive down 680 and boom, you're there. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's a Wine Country Saturday soundtrack. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack. Another awesome Saturday. Fun music and great information from thetakeout.com and other sources. After 22 seasons, the Food Network show Restaurant Impossible, hosted by Chef Robert Irving, has been canceled. Uh, this is reported by Deadline and, of course, disappointing to loyal fans. But... Uh, over at thetakeout.com, it says it's not that surprising. Much of Food Network's programming has shifted to cooking competitions in the past few years. And Restaurant Impossible was like from way back in the day. I've noticed that about Food Network. They used to, you could watch that and learn how to make things. And now it's just like a game show. Like every single thing is versus this versus that or something, which I mean, you know, whatever. I don't run a TV network, so they can do their thing. Uh, the show uh, debuted back in 2007. Now, Robert Irvine had a few little questionable things in his bio, but basically kind of a good guy. I actually met him once. He was pretty cool. And he's pretty buff. He's that weightlifter, British chef cooking kind of guy. And, uh, you know, so he would go in and take over a restaurant and he'd run it down. It was all beat up and they were having all these troubles and he would turn it around and you know, hopefully the things would go really well and they'd be successful going forward after he kind of fixed some things and redid stuff. All right, it's kind of like a remodeling show for restaurants. Anyway, he says that, yeah, it's over. It's not coming back. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter and uh, see what else he's going to be up to because I'm sure he'll be up to some other things. He's got some other food things he works with and some restaurants and more. But for now, well, if you are a fan of the show... 
gonna have to watch the reruns because we say R.I.P. to Restaurant Impossible. Hey, I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack at 993thevine.com. Hey, I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack. Fun music and great information on this Saturday. Looking for somewhere to go out to eat. All right, man, I, I feel you. I know what you're talking about. Well, how about this? Open Table had a recent list of the 100 most popular restaurants for outdoor dining in America, in all of America. And there were four on the list that maybe you've been to. Maybe I'm going to remind you of a place that you haven't been to for a while, or maybe you've never been to these, and they're all kind of local. Are you ready? So from the 100 most popular restaurants for outdoor dining in America on the list, this is from Sonoma Magazine, El Dorado Kitchen in Sonoma, delicious, excellent food and craft cocktails and outdoor cabanas and a pool. Well, that sounds like a great restaurant to me. So there's one of them for you. Also on the list, if you are Sonoma bound, we can get you into the girl and the fig. I mean, it's always a classic. It's so delicious. I, I always tell people, and this is totally a compliment. It's a chick flick with food. I mean, it is so friendly and fun and I love their food. And it's right off the square in Sonoma. Okay, so the girl and the fig and basically Everything on the menu is delicious. In Yonville, Bistro Gianti made the list. You can bring your dog and sit on the outdoor patio, which is covered, so you're always in the shade. And I can spend lots of time there. And even if you didn't uh, leave room for dessert, have dessert because the dessert is totally delicious. And Bistro Don Giovanni in Napa, totally a favorite for anniversaries and birthdays and work parties and get-togethers and romantic uh, you know, meals and more. Outside, great. Uh, near the fountain and more. And if you don't know the story about the characters in the fountain, it's a good one. I'm not going to tell it to you. You're going to have to look that up and ask on your own. So there you go, some outdoor dining tips. Now I'm hungry. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack at 99.3thevine.com. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. I really like this story because it's Kind of been an issue for years. You know, but like Tahoe, they measure, well, maybe they have a more accurate way now, but they would measure the clarity of the water by putting a white plate, kind of, it looked like a dish, like a dish plate, like a dinner plate. They would put a white plate down in the water and see how far down they could see the white plate. That was kind of like, I guess kind of like scientifically inaccurate, but on the other hand, you know, kind of told you what was going on. So Lake Tahoe has not been as clear lately as it was way back when but now things are getting better this is from nbc bay area and the headline is dying shrimp of all things helping clear up lake tahoe water okay so what's the deal well these are scientists over at uc davis and they're saying that lake tahoe is doing much better here's the story invasive shrimp so not natural were introduced into the lake to feed trout but instead, they were feeding off the zooplankton in the water. Now, these aren't like big shrimp you would buy at the store. These are like little, tiny little shrimp. Plankton that they would eat would help keep the lake clean by eating the algae and other small particles. Well, now the scientists are seeing the shrimp die off, allowing the plankton population to grow. So they're eating the algae, so the lake is getting clearer. They say Lake Tahoe has their highest visibility since 1988. Well, there you go. Keep those shrimp out of Lake Tahoe and let the, uh, what did they call it? A zooplankton do their thing. 
you know, eat up all that algae. Good deal. Next time you go to Tahoe, check it out. Maybe you can notice the difference. I'm Big Rick Stewart. Thank you, scientists at UC Davis. You do so much for us. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack at 993thevine.com. Well, those are some stories that I have featured on the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack. Tune in at 8 a.m. every Saturday at 993thevine.com. I'm Big Rick Stewart here. Music from my days at Live 105 and Cape Fog. Some current songs, lots of surprises and more. It's always lots of fun. We have a 10 at 10, a Beatles brunch at noon. It happens all day. The Wine Country Saturday soundtrack and the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack podcast. Tell your friends and thanks for listening to this podcast. And thanks for checking out 993 the vine.com.